Stress, anxiety, and depression are skyrocketing among children and teens. And Cook Children's Healthcare System is on a mission to bring these topics into the light. I'm Winnie King. And I'm Dr. Kristen Perch. If you have kiddos in the room, now is the time to put on those headphones. Some of the topics we'll be discussing will not be suited for young ears. This is Raising Joy. Hello and welcome back to Raising Joy, the podcast that is the mostest with the hostess. <laughs> That's you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously. I am Winnie King. I am the Senior Vice President, Chief of Communications, Inclusion, Diversity and Equity for Cook Children's. And I am joined by my intelligent, beautiful, incredible host, Dr. Kristen Perch. Wow. Like, I, I feel like I need to, like, be more adult now. Like, I, I need to, like, grow up, like, over in a few seconds. But, um, yeah, my name is uh, Dr. Kristen Perch. I'm a child and adolescent psychiatrist at Cook Children's. And I'm happy to be talking to Winnie today and my dear friend, Dr. Watkins. You know, and, and we have... We have wanted to do a, a, a series about body image for quite a while because our kids face so many challenges growing up. I faced a lot of challenges. And, and like I've said before, I'm the oldest one in the room. And back in the day, we faced challenges growing up in the world um, that I was in. But now it is like I, I it, it is on steroids with social media, Photoshop, filters, mm-hmm. thin waist, mm-hmm. this, that, and the other, you know, the big behind, whatever it is you want to do. It's it's so much that we've got to deal with. And we know that this topic plays a huge role in mental illness, well, mental health. It is in mental illness too, sure, it is. but is in mental health. So the next two episodes, we're going to, we're going to focus on the topic of body image. And I know Kristen, um, promoting positive body image is something it's particularly in kids is something that you are very passionate about. How do you talk to your kids about their bodies? Uh, and what advice do you have for parents who want to promote positive body image? Absolutely. So I, I, when you're absolutely right, this is something I'm so passionate about and it is absolutely my soapbox. Um, and I think it's just really important to to tell kids that their bodies are perfect just the way they are. Bodies come in all shapes and sizes. Mm-hmm. Body, you know, like your legs are strong and they let you run and play soccer and all of the like emphasize more like what your body's able to do, how it carries you through the world, how it helps you help people, how it helps you show up in school for your friends rather than the way that it looks and those sorts of things. And I think it's awesome to be proud of the way your body looks no matter you know, what it, like what shape or size it comes in. And so I just think it's so important to talk about that. Like, and I think what's also important is for parents to realize that kids are little sponges and that they Mm. Mm. see and hear everything that you say and do. And so if you are constantly tearing down your body and, you know, standing in front of the mirror before you leave and saying like, oh God, my stomach is sticking out. And, you know, I have all of those same thoughts that every woman in America has. Like, I wish my body looked different, but I will never say them out Mm. loud in Mm. front of my kids. I will never, ever, ever speak negatively about my body because I know that kids internalize that. And that's how they think this is how I'm supposed to think about my body. Especially if you have girls. Yes. And I have two young girls. Mm -hmm. And so I am just absolutely adamant about 
making sure that they do not inherit the, you know, like that this is like there's one type of body image that's perfect. Like, no, we will never, ever, ever believe it. Your body is perfect as it is, regardless of what it looks like or regardless of what anybody else thinks about it. Yeah. yeah. And Winnie, as we have said, if you don't like it, don't look. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if I can, it's your problem, not mine. (laughs) Exactly. Other people's opinions are none of my business. I I don't care. Yeah, I really don't. So I hope that if, if I, if my kids make it to adolescence and can say, have those kind of images, like if you are that kind of mantra, like if you don't like it, don't look Mm -hmm. then like, I know that I will have succeeded. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, for advice for parents, if you if you are wanting to change your diet, if you are wanting, you know, to to make your body look differently, the way I would talk about it is, you know, I'm eating different foods because it makes me feel good in my body. Mm-hmm. And and it would never be, you know, I need to lose weight because I have this function in three weeks and I want to make sure you know, I, I will never, Mm-mm. ever, ever say Mm-mm. that. Like, and, and it's more about health. It is about health. I want to eat better because I want to be healthier. And I don't want to be, it's not because my thighs are so big. It's not because I'm trying to lose this, that, and the other for the wedding or whatever it is. It is about being healthy and to be the best you, you can be. Right. And and genetically, like our bodies, like where we collect fat, we don't have any control over that. Like absolutely not. And so you can diet down to like, 1% 1% body fat, but mm-hmm. you know what? Mm-hmm. Like your where it collects mm-hmm. isn't going to change. Mm-mm. So Mm-mm. suck it out. It's coming. <laughs> yes. You know, so I, I just think it's so important for us to talk about our own bodies in a positive way, right. because that is what that is the way your kids will think about their own bodies. Mm-hmm. And that's what they will think. And you're absolutely right, because, I mean, I remember my mother way back and I do remember my mother being in, you know, God rest her soul. Um you know, she was probably at the time that I remember in her 30s, but she was constantly on a diet. Right. Constantly. And I remember the foods she used to eat. She restricted herself. She's always on. I mean, this has been my whole life right. of her being on a diet. And then when what happened to me? Now I'm on a diet. Right. And we don't want that for our kids. Yeah, we don't. We don't want to pass that on. Mm-mm. So I also want to ask um, our guest, Dr. Kimmy Watkins, I'm from Cook Children's Psychiatry Team, if she has any thoughts on this. You know, this is something I'm also very passionate about because I, too, have two young girls. Okay. And um, in the partial hospitalization program, a lot of the teenage patients that come through our program do struggle with body image and you see the effects and the relationship between a negative body image as well as depression and anxiety and how okay. those feed into each other. Mm-hmm. Depression. Mm-hmm. Can you help them with um, with medication? Does that help with the? It, it doesn't. We we got to get something going on with the brain. It's, I don't want to even give a medication. I really don't. I don't. I don't. I, and you're the person. But, you know, I want you thinking differently. No, of course. And. In terms of body image, medication will not help that. You have to change Mm -hmm. the way that you look at your body. And so I think that one thing that will help teenage girls um, specifically is what can you do to respect your body, right? So if you're going to respect your body, Mm. what are you going to do for that? You're going to exercise. You're going to have a balanced diet. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You're going to get good sleep. You're Mm -hmm. not going to be on social media at no 11 (laughs) o'clock at night comparing yourself to 
whoever, you know, with the right? filter and all kinds of things. Exactly. That they yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think with the pandemic and the social isolation that ensued with that, you know, kids were spending more time alone. They were isolated. They mm -hmm. had more time on social media and social media is toxic in a lot of ways because teenagers don't know that none of those images are real, right? Hashtag mm -hmm. filter. <laughs> and there's also like the peer pressure component as well. You yes. know, like if they're posting things about themselves, if they don't get the amount of likes that their yes. friends do, Ooh. or if you have the trolls on the internet mm -hmm. talking about, mm -hmm. oh, girl, those thighs are fat, you know, <laughs> what does that do to you, you right. know, as a person? And, and two, I, you know, whenever we were growing up, of course, we all had peer pressure, but now they have peer pressure on a national scale. Mm -hmm. exactly. Anyone could follow national, them. National, exactly. worldwide. And yes. comment yes. on anything. Exactly. Yeah. And if, and your failures could be very public, mm -hmm. you know, and, and so I think it's, I think what's hard for parents, like whenever the pandemic hit was, you know, look, social media and your phone was kind of the only way to connect with your friends. And that's very important for a teenager. But I do agree with you totally that it had some pretty negative mm -hmm. side effects for a lot of teenagers, for sure. Okay, so this is a question for both of you. Um, I know a lot of families, it's acceptable to comment on people's weight or body shape. The aunt comes in and she's like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, you've gained a little weight. Oh, yes, I have. <laughs> You're like, thank you. I'm not going there. But what do you think about that? And if a parent wanted to work on changing that, um, do you have any advice for them to help that? Because, you know, family members can really be tough on you. They can. And it's there's the overt comments and there's also the subtle comments like, hmm, you look a little fuller or, you know, <laughs> yes. like that's a lot of food you put on your plate, right? Yes. And in that sense, I would say that my child's body is not up for comment yes. and what they eat is not up for a discussion. Okay. And if you want to come back at me, then we're going to take it outside. Like, <laughs> <Okay>. seriously. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and I'm not a confrontational person. I don't like confrontation, but we will take it outside. But and I, I will get do. And I, I got your back. Yes. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I, I feel exactly the same way. Yeah. Like yeah. if there was like, and, and two, I, I think luckily that didn't go on in my house growing up. Thank you, parents. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I, I think like there will be a comment like, you know, maybe Uncle Bob at Thanksgiving gets a little, you know, drunk and he decides he's mm -hmm. going to comment on mm -hmm. like your cousin's body mm -hmm. size mm -hmm. and things like mm -hmm. that. And and I would say I would even defend her. You know, yes. if he says something yes. about that, I would I would say to for the other adult in the room also, yeah. her body is not up for public comment. OK. And it's not for, up for your discussion. It's not. Again, not your problem. I love Lizzo so much because she has said, you people be damn. I'm not no. I'm not worried about you. I look the way I look. I am the way I am. And I'm perfect the way I am. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Love her. I love Lizzo. Me too. She's the best. OK. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been a problem for decades. Mm -hmm. um, you know, 20 years ago, it was like. Paris Hilton that everyone wanted to be mm -hmm. like real thin. And now people are aspiring to more um, full, curvy, beautiful, strong bodies like my queen Beyonce. So how do you think uh, messages about body image impact us on a grand scale, you know, especially if the goalposts keep changing? Yeah. 
Again, I think it's that ideal, right? Like you're trying to live up to this idealized body image. Because even if you look at the Kardashians or even yes. Queen B, yeah. right? <laughs> like she's perfectly proportioned, mm-hmm. right? She is. And that is not an attainable thing. And they're also using filters. Like, let's get real. Let's okay. Do. Let's do. And so I but think. But not Beyonce. N- oh, never Beyonce. Never Beyonce. You'll never convince me Beyonce <laughs> uses a single filter. Beyonce is perfect. She we is all perfect. Know this but i think (laughs) i think that some of those images are also really idealized and so even though the goalpost keeps moving i think the message that needs to keep getting sent is that it's not real right your body is your body love and respect your body because it allows you to do dance or give strong hugs Mm. or play the piano or go to school and be an amazing scholar you know whatever it is that your body allows you to do it's perfect the way it is and so what if you don't look like you know right but but let's be real for real you know because a lot of women are in that situation because they want to attract men okay well let's let's i mean let's be for real i want to be a certain size weight shape so I can I can attract and get somebody to look and be attracted to me. How do we stop that foolishness? It is foolishness. It is foolishness. <laughs> and unfortunately, it's a message that is hard to stop because it's something that is fed to us from mm-hmm. uh, as women at a very, very very early age. Thank you, Barbie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my goodness, Barbie. But Don't she's come her. a long way. She Barbie has, has come has. a long way. It's taken her a while, but yes. she's more woke. But I will have to say that. <laughs> she's 70 years old still. Uh, trying to get, you know. She looks great for 70. <laughs> she does. She, does. <laughs> she looks amazing. <laughs> so I will say um, there is nothing wrong with wanting to make yourself look attractive Attractive. i got it but what are you making yourself look attractive for right and at the end of the day if that guy that you've been squeezing yourself into jeans that are like three sizes too small for doesn't like you right you know that is not a reflection on you that is a reflection on them Mm -hmm. and not them not being able to realize what a wonderful person you are and do you really need that kind of person in your life somebody who's not going to respect or like you exactly the way you are. So really it is about, I am the whole package, mm-hmm. not just the body size, but I am the mm-hmm. intelligence. Exactly. I am the personality. I am this, that, that, and third. You know, you need to be concerned about being the whole package and not just the the, the outside. Mm-hmm. You know, I look at a house and it's beautiful because it's painted outside, but you walk in, oh my goodness. Right. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I want to be the whole thing. Mm -hmm. I want to be the whole package. Okay. I, so with my, with my girls, um, Dr. Carter makes fun of me because, um, (laughs) your poor babies, (laughs) my poor babies, (laughs) my poor babies. So, um, sometimes I'll get a complaint that so-and-so said something and it's usually her little sister and, um, you know, and it's just absurd, like whatever said. And she's like, and she said that about me. And I'll just say, is it true? Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, no, but, and I was like, then why does it matter? Yeah. And I, yeah. and I try to do, I try to tell her those things early. Like mm-hmm. think about, like be critical about what people are saying. Do you want to believe it? 
And if you don't, ignore and move on and tell people, thanks for sharing and move on. Not my problem, yours. (laughs) Exactly. But I, um, but Dr. Carter's like, you cannot CBT your children, like cognitive behavioral (laughs) therapy, your children. All right. You better tell me what CBT. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So she's like, she's like, Kristen, please stop trying to do that. And I was like, but I think I want them to have that message early. Like I want them to know, like, think about it. Like, is that true? And if it's not, then who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Like who cares? I know. And we start so early. Uh, you know, when I had my son, I really wanted my son to eat a whole lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want him to eat like me. And I did. I wanted him to. But, you know, he told me real quickly he didn't like the uh, green beans that I was doing because <laughs> <laughs> I, I really started uh, making my own green beans that he would eat. And he was like, Wah. <laughs> He's like, uh, can we go? To yeah. Can chicken? we go back to Gerber's? <laughs> this isn't working. But you really do want them to start very, very early understanding. You are so cute. You I'm are perfect. so cute. Mm-hmm. Just give me that jaw and that I cheek. And I, I just, oh, and you know, I, I want you to know you are just beautiful the way you are. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I got it. 100%. Let's talk about social media because that's a big deal. That mm-hmm. that's the that's the 800 pound gorilla in the room mm-hmm. is social media and Instagram and and my favorite TikTok. I'm sorry, can be very toxic because <laughs> I'm obsessed with TikTok. Um, but, <laughs> but it's uh, made to be. It is true. Obsessed yes. With. It, yeah. It and it's made, made to be that way. And I am that way. But, you know, but for young people, I'm mm-hmm. old. OK, but young people um, who may not realize the images they're seeing are not real mm-hmm. how do we work with that how do we handle that you tell them baby yes. these are edited <laughs> these are filters these are all kind of things right yep but with teenagers it's like you don't know what you're talking about because you're old yes. and yes. this came around after you existed so what do you know and then also as a parent of course you never know what you're talking about right <laughs> of course. <laughs> so i think it's it's being cognizant of what your children are watching mm. or looking mm-hmm. at online mm-hmm. and also when you know you do have those internet trolls or you have cyberbullying online mm. or what have you is telling them that it's not this is also you know not real and not reflective of you and your self-worth mm-hmm. is not wrapped around how many likes you're getting on Instagram or how many people are commenting on your selfie or your belfie or mm-hmm. whatever it is you're mm-hmm. taking. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. You know, because I've been on Facebook for a long time and, you know, I always I love this phrase. It's Facebook fake. It is all fake mm-hmm. there. You know, everybody's living their best life. <laughs> <They are. laughs> oh, my gosh, I'm going to Europe. And, you know, and it's the same thing with Instagram. It's the same thing. But, you know, uh, oh, my God, I wish I were like they, every time I look, they are always doing something. So, you know, those people are so miserable. It's, they really are. It's well, it's funny because I one of my best friends growing up told me in my like first or second year of medical school that my life looked very glamorous Mm. because what I posted on Facebook was Mm -hmm. like, you know, how we celebrated being done with a test and it was fun and Mm -hmm. we were Mm -hmm. having a great time. Mm -hmm. I was like, she's like, your life looks very glamorous. And I'm like, sorry, what? I was like, I I spend like 80 hours a week in my pajamas at my kitchen table um, studying and crying a lot. Yeah, but that wasn't on Facebook. Because no one cares. I I mean, it's not that I was trying to hide what I was doing, but like no one wants to see a picture. You know, I don't know. So that's not what we share. But it's but it it is that that's kind of when I first kind of became like I was like, oh, wow, people 
like what you present is very different than may, mm-hmm. maybe what's going on. But teenagers don't realize that. No, they you know, don't. Because if you looked at my Facebook page, you would think I'm on vacation all <laughs> the time. And we know you're not. All, and I'm not. You work but, very hard, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Once, maybe every two years. I don't know. But every time you see me, I'm on vacation. <laughs> if you look at my Facebook page, you would see nothing. Because <laughs> you're wise. Because mm-hmm. I'm asocial. <laughs> got, got it. And very smart and a good protector of your mental health. Yeah, uh, there no. you go. <laughs> um, so what happens in your, like in PHP, whenever... PHP. P- sorry, partial hospitalization. Okay. So Dr. Watkins is a doc um, at Cook over a partial hospitalization program. And so okay. she takes care of a lot of teenagers who may be like depressed and those kind of things. And so what ways do people look, do teenagers look for validation and what do parents need to be aware of? So when you have a teenager that starts seeking validation elsewhere because they don't have a lot of self-confidence or they think that they are ugly or not liked, then you run into more dangerous situations mm. like please send nudes. So a Ooh. lot of our teenagers mm-hmm. come through Mm-mm. because they mm-hmm. are sending inappropriate pictures of themselves online that either their friends online have asked for or people they've met online have asked for. Mm-hmm. Or um, there's a lot of inappropriate texting going on as well. Um, and when parents find out about this, they're really shocked because it's like, where is this coming from? I didn't know this was going on. Mm-hmm. And so that's where you worry where about kids that don't have a lot of self-confidence is they're going to seek that validation mm-hmm. elsewhere, right? If they're not getting, you know, positive messages from home, like you're perfect in your body, you know, do this, this, and this, you know, or they're getting bullied, mm-hmm. you know, or people are saying, well, you would look so much better if you, you would know, take answer- your clothes off. XYZ, right? They do. They really do. And girls as young as, you know, 10, 11, 12 years old are sending topless pictures, bottomless pictures, what have you, to people they have met online. Okay, you can't see my face, podcast people. You cannot see my face, but I am, I'm shocked. Mm -hmm. It is all all the time. Yeah. Okay, you already Mm -hmm. don't think that your body is cute, but you're going to take your top off and you're going to show it? Because someone asked for it. Exactly. And, and then they're going to be like, oh validates. my gosh. Exactly. Like, you look so cute. Can you send me pictures of blah, 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 you know? And then what also happens is then those images get shared all over mm-hmm. school by other people. And then they, sometimes these kiddos end up on our unit because now everyone at school has seen them naked mm-hmm. and they don't want to be alive anymore. Exactly. It is tragic. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, yes. So whenever I say monitor what your kids are looking exactly. at monitor look at like what youtube channels are they watching or you know like what are they doing on social media like all of those kind of things mm-hmm. i think you have to keep an eye on it because these things get out of hand very quickly yes okay and so you both have soapboxes sorry i have a soapbox <laughs> I, I, I have one soapbox um about parenting and trying to be your your child's friend you are not your child's friend. You are not. You are their parent. You are. And you need to set those limits and they're going to come back at you and say, you're the worst parent. I hate my life. I wish I was dead. But you need to set those limits because yes. if you don't, they will end up in incredibly dangerous situations. And it might start out as sending pictures of themselves to friends or people they've met online. Mm-hmm. But what happens when it's somebody who's not in your family circle or your friend circle? What if it's an adult out there? You right. Know? Mm-hmm. And I mean, like I tell kids all the time, I'm like, 
like, look, your picture could end up on a child pornography mm-hmm. site. Yeah. Like, do not. I mean, and, and for most kids, that's enough to creep them out. But then also there's part of like development where teenagers, especially like young, like 11 to like probably 14, 15, where they just don't like they feel like they're invincible. And so mm-hmm. they're like, that won't happen to me. Exactly. Like, and I'll tell them, look, the girl was picked up from Arlington mm-hmm. or from the American Airlines Center mm-hmm. and ended up in Oklahoma. And she trafficked. was and she yeah. was trafficked. I was like, that happened in our backyard. Mm-hmm. Like it can happen to you. But and it's the only one we've heard about. But trust me, my friend, baby, they are happening all mm-hmm. the time. Every yes. day, all the time. Couldn't agree with you more. Oh, my gosh. Okay. We typically think. <laughs> There's we so t- many soapboxes. I know. <laughs> I know we do. I love it. I know. Now, we typically think about body image um, as something that affects girls. But boys. Yes. Yes. They do struggle. Not the ones I've ever dated because they never did. <laughs> you ought to struggle with your body. Which you did not. When he has put not... them on notice, they are on notice. But, but they're very confident. But some boys do struggle with this as well. What kinds of issues are, are boys struggling with and how can we help them? With boys, I think the focus isn't so much as weight with girls. I think the focus is more on a certain physique. And so mm-hmm. it's usually that like inverted V where you're more narrow in the waist and like you're broader in the mm-hmm. shoulders. And so where you see boys developing this is are they going to start working out excessively or taking a bunch of creatine and protein shakes? And so... Um, with boys, the focus isn't again as much on weight as it is maintaining a certain image. And and I think it probably varies based on what the boys involved in, mm-hmm. right? So you know, if they're in football, they're mm-hmm. probably like going to want to you know have like a, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. But whereas if they're in swimming, it's going to look very different. So yes. you know, I think it just kind of depends on what your like what like what kind of friend group you have or what sort mm-hmm. of activities you're in as to what it affects. But it definitely like body image is a big deal for boys, but we just don't talk about it. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't know if he had the problem, but you know, Michael Phelps was you know, yes. mm-hmm. in a situation. And yeah. I don't know if it was body image or if it was just anxiety or what it was, but you know, he dealt with mental health for mm-hmm. a long time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was very whenever he talked about his mental health struggle, I was like forever a fan. Just like his willingness to be honest about like his struggles with ADHD and then mm-hmm. depression. And I, I think if I'm remembering correctly, I think his issue was he dedicated his entire life to be an Olympic swimmer mm-hmm. and then he got it. And then now what? Yeah. Now what? You know, now so what? I think I think that that was a lot for him. But just his I mean, I think his now what was I'm willing to talk about as a national f- inspirational figure that I have depression mm-hmm. like and no one else would have known or seen it had I not talked about it. Yeah. So I was incredibly grateful for him, like being willing Stepping to be honest. Up. Oh yeah. my gosh. So grateful. Yeah. yeah. So we talk a lot about um, the body image, but the pandemic seems to have made everything worse um, when it comes to mental health. Like how do you think the uh, pandemic affected young people and how they feel about themselves? Again, I think it was a lot of the isolation that arose in the pandemic and social media was the only way that kids could connect, connect. with each other mm-hmm. during that time. And so you have kids who have a lot of unstructured time at home because at the, at the beginning stage of the pandemic, like you're only in school online for like two hours. And then what are you going to do with the rest of the day? Well, you're going to do what normal teenagers do, right? Which is be on your phone mm-hmm. or looking at social media. And so they had a lot of unrestricted access Mm -hmm. and large quantities of that unrestricted access to social media. And so 
after the pandemic, you know, there were higher rates of depression and anxiety and suicidality, but also of eating disorders as mm -hmm. well. And a lot of depression and anxiety stemming from negative body image because the kids are bombarding themselves with all of these images that they're seeing online and all of the comments that people are making about people who look a certain way. Right. And that is that is a great point because it's not just looking at this unattainable image like over and over and over again. That's one thing. But then it's also seeing the negative images mm -hmm. uh, or the negative comments about people who don't look that way. Exactly. And they're like, I don't want that. Like, I don't want the troll to come at me in that way. Mm -hmm. And so what do I need to do to prevent that? OK, well, now I'm only eating 300 calories a day mm -hmm. and I've lost, you know, an excessive amount of weight. And so I think it's absolutely I think you're right. Like it's it's also the you know, that like they want to avoid, you know, like the trolls and that yeah. kind of thing. And I think that with social media, what's hard is that there is that peer pressure component. Mm. It's not like you're just looking at pictures, right? Yes. There's like the social commentary that comes with it. And so yes. not only are you battling teenagers' natural vulnerability to peer pressure, right? You're also adding in all of these filtered images of these whatever, you know, body types. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And perfectly curated images. Exactly. And like all like this is my life and mm -hmm. it's perfect. But it's like we all know that that's not that's, that's not the whole truth. Yeah. Like exactly. they're probably studying 80 hours a week and crying into their coffee. Like I was. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> In their pajamas. <laughs> In their pajamas. 24 7. Uh, well, not 24 7. How do you help your how do you help your your girls? So my girls are eight and six and I, like Kristen, do try to CBT them <laughs> and tell them that you are perfect and challenge those thoughts that they have about themselves. And then they come back with, mommy, I'm not your patient. <laughs> they let you know. They let me know. And they put me in my place all the time. Like, mommy, you look frustrated. You need to take a deep <laughs> breath in like you're smelling a flower and a deep breath out, like you're blowing a candle. And then I try to do it to them. I'm not taking a deep breath. <laughs> little girl, little girl. <laughs> like, I know. Okay. Today. Okay. I digress. <laughs> that was a rabbit hole. Okay. I, know, right? uh, I digress. I'm sorry. Um, so I think like at home, you know, you have that little shame gremlin on your shoulder that's telling you like, you know, your, your thighs are too big or your butt's too jiggly or your stomach is pooching out. But I think that the message should be like your body is perfect the way it, it is. is. You know, how do you respect yourself in your body? And you have not done anything wrong. Exactly. Or how to, you know, um, maybe if you do start having that thought spiral, maybe talking to yourself like you would a friend because most people want to be good friends. Right. Yeah. You're not going to tell a friend like, girl, your butt looks hideous right okay. right you'd never or, say that or if you do then we need to have a conversation about why you have no friends yeah yeah but <laughs> you know most of the time you're going to tell your friend positive things about themselves and so i think teaching you know our girls and even our boys yes. you know how to talk to themselves as if you're talking to a friend will kind of help promote respect for your own body mm -hmm. yep. be your own friend exactly yeah yeah, I got it. Your own best friend. Have your ha you have to have your back, and you have to give yourself that validation mm -hmm. because if you depend on the rest of the world or the likes, like it will never come. Exactly. And so if you are not telling yourself, "Hey, you're killing it today," even if you may not, maybe not, maybe don't feel like you are. Yeah. But mm -hmm. like you have to give yourself those affirmations because exactly. because yeah. otherwise you're going to seek that validation elsewhere. And we yeah. already talked about where seeking yeah. validation elsewhere. Can I'm you not do? taking off my top to get your validation. Nope. Amen. <laughs> nope. And you don't want to see that. No way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Dr. Watkins, for yep. joining us today. We're so happy you were here. Oh, thank you. It was really fun. It's, it's, <laughs> see, told you. It would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> and 
To our listeners, we're so grateful for your support. If you'd like to help Raising Joy, uh, if you'd like to help the Raising Joy podcast grow, please rate, review, and subscribe and tell a friend about us. And until next time, just breathe. Open up. You matter. matter.